Welcome back to another episode of Suds and Cinema. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. I'm Josh. This is episode number 28, and this week we're reviewing Beanpole, a Russian film that has been out for a little bit, but nothing else was really out, so we wanted to discuss this. Been on our list for a while, so that's what we're doing. What's new with you guys? Oh, not much, actually, you know. No, not much here <laughs> either. Boring week. Yeah, week flew by because yeah. of work, working some long hours, so that went by fast. Mm-hmm. Didn't get a lot of movie watching in, but except for we each watched two at least. Yeah, things that we were going to talk about on the show. Three. Oh yeah, for Jacob, and I finished Too Old to Die Young, so I'll talk about that. So yeah, it might be a little bit shorter, but that's all right. Uh, next week we'll hopefully be packed. I went, could say I went to Sagatuck Brewing yesterday. Oh, did you? For the you first were, time. You went all the way to Sagatuck? I like Sagatuck. Yeah. Uh, it was it's my... Douglas, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, technically. Like <laughs> right outside of Sagatuck. You could literally like walk across the line from there. Yeah. It's... uh Well, so my sister has been in Florida for the past five months. Don't know if you knew that. So yeah, hadn't nope. seen her. And it was my dad's birthday. So we just kind of had a family day. We went to... His house in Byron Center, and then went to Saugatuck for, went to the beach, and then we went to the brewery. We tried to go to the Mitten, but uh, it was mm. too long of a wait. Did you go the? Did, I mean, did you try their blueberry maple stout? No, I had. Saugatuck? Yeah, you had that. Yeah, because I saw oh, that's on. Bottle. Yeah, that's yeah. on. Like they bottle it, and it's yeah, kind of like pretty easy to get. Yeah, it's easier to get. I had uh, Radventure IPA. I, don't think I tried, I didn't order it, but I tried the Hague IPA, I which was good. Yeah. yeah. Very similar to Two Hearted. Mm-hmm. And then I had their bourbon barrel aged raspberry chocolate stout, which was oh, amazing. Yeah. I forgot the one I had. Was like they have one called here. Dragon Matrix or Dragon Oh, Matrix. and then that's I had. It. That's the one. That one's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. That, I looked at that one. It's like chocolate. I wanted to so try good. it. But raspberry and chocolate just go so well together. I had to order that. Did you see their like barrel room? What? Oh there? no, it's closed. You can't go in. Oh, they ju- it was closed when we went, but they still let us showed us it. Oh and everything. yeah, it uh, really you probably cool. could have like you can, open like, the door and look and stuff. Yeah, man, they're one of those breweries I never checked in like any other beers. Saga Tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I had one more Cottonmouth Quencher, which was a sour, which was pretty good for what it was. I don't know if I had that either. Yeah. Those might all be new, though, since it's at Well, that's what, like, I looked. You can see which ones are seasonal. And, like, I always try to go, if I'm at the brewery, always try to go seasonal or experimental beers rather than their mainstays. Because you can already get that. Because, yeah, (laughs) I can get blueberry shandy or maple stout or their blueberry maple stout at freaking Nightlight, you know? I feel like they had, like, a different version of it when I went there, though. It was, like, the barrel aged. Yeah. Of what? Of, of the blueberry? Yeah, they do stout. have a barrel aged one. I yeah. think that's what I had there. I don't know. I could look. It's not untapped. So, yeah. Food was pretty good. Not amazing out of this world, but it was just cool to go. And just wanted to mention that because had never been to that brewery, brewery before. Yeah. It's a big brewery and never been there. Yeah, it is. In the middle of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Sagatuck's <laughs> cool, though. No, yeah. The town was, was cool. Weird we shaped. went... Uh, yeah, we walked. We did the dock walk yeah. at the at the uh, Singapore Yacht Club. Damn, <laughs> mm-hmm. like some probably million over million dollar yachts. Oh at, yeah, at that place. Mm-hmm. I know a guy that um, trains does sail, like does the sailboats. Oh he'll yeah, do like training, or he'll take them from like one point to another, and it's like a three hour like 
boat ride on the Lake Michigan or whatever. Yeah. So yeah, that was interesting to see just the range of, <laughs> I mean, all of them are yachts, but there's like, you go from one to the next, you know, you go from a 40 foot to yeah. an 80 foot or hundred foot. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. And yeah, some of them are just crazy, but speaking of beer, Jacob, Jacob, this is Jacob's pick for the beer of the week. It is my pick. And you know what that means? It's from it's Michigan founders. and it's I from Founders. <laughs> I chose another Founders. Founders, shout out. Wait, so <laughs> Jacob's basically on Founders payroll at this point. Might as well be. Ten cents every time we say their name. <laughs> founders, so, founders, Founders, you know Founders, Founders. <laughs> you, you know what would have made that movie better? Is that they had Founders. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> Brought to you by Founders. So what I brought for us today here is called Marvel Roast and it is a golden ale and uh, let me read the description here we got take in the wonder that is the marvelous Marvel Marvel Roast new addition to our coffee beer lineup we started with an imperial golden ale and brewed it with coffee vanilla and cocoa nibs but it doesn't end there folks (laughs) Milk sugar added during the brewing process lends a smooth and sweet finish, making this a delicious treat reminiscent of your favorite iced coffee drink. There you go, Kyle. Sounds good. Right up my alley. Right up Kyle's (laughs) alley. He's going to give it a five star. We know this already. So what makes a golden (laughs) ale? I know, like, taste-wise, they usually remind me of, like, lagers type. It's like a... It's, it's like, it's it's brewed to be a lighter style... And it's obviously named for the color, but it's like not as lager-esque as a cream ale would be, mm-hmm. but it's more geared toward light drinking. But this one's imperial, so that kind of gets thrown mm-hmm. out the window. Yeah. So it's going to be, I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be really sweet, which might, which will be like. I mean, co- it's supposed to be drinking. That's what, iced coffee. coffee yeah. It's generally pretty sweet. And with milk sugar too. It's going to, I think this one might be a little sweet, but we'll see. I like the like groovy style here. So. How many Founders beers have we had? This has got to be like five, Let's probably. Let's Agave, KBS, KBS uh, that Four Giants. Four Giants. Basically what I'm saying is if you don't know, Founders is in Grand Rapids. Grand Rapids, Michigan. If you're new, brand new. <laughs> they are not a microbrewery. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they are the biggest brewery in Michigan. But Tough they are still though. one of the best, if not the best brewery in Michigan. Yeah. I know. I mean, some of our one of our favorites. I may be biased, but they're definitely up there in my top. Yeah, breweries. Yeah, overall, for sure. Eight percent ABV here, and twenty IBUs. So it should be pretty smooth. Yep. Yep. Very. Eight percent. That's pretty stronger Mm -hmm. than I thought. Well, it's imperial, so it means it has to be over. The range of over their yeah. their expected range. Yeah. Well, what, what is a golden ale? Probably up like to five. Really low? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so if it was like six and a half, it'd be imperial. Yeah. yeah. Well, All right. So ready to try it? Let's try this out. Jacob, oh, you almost cracked it underneath. No, I was getting it. Down. I mean, <laughs> ooh, I got a good one. Oh shit! Kyle again. It smells delicious. It smells like like cocoa puffs. Or like cocoa crisp. So chocolatey. Cocoa nibs. Mmm. Oh my 
It's like good. Drinking, it's so fucking sweet. It's like drinking. Uh, I know Hershey's chocolate syrup. <laughs> it is, dude. <laughs> it tastes like because you know like Hershey's Hershey's syrup doesn't like taste exactly like chocolate. It tastes like a a off. slight off taste. Yeah. yeah, that's what this, this is. It. It. Or Nesquik, where Nesquik isn't. It's chocolate flavored, <laughs> but it's not actually chocolate. It's good though. It definitely. Maybe that's that. It's like fudgy. Yeah. It, it co- is very sweet. You can't yeah. drink more than uh, no, probably one, two. One and done. This one might yeah. be one that would thrive in a barrel. It's good though. I like it. And it definitely has a nice like mouthfeel. It has that like velvetiness of like, CVS or KVS. Yeah. That is a dessert drink though. Yeah, for sure. I knew it'd be Yeah, sweet don't let the fuck. golden ale or light, you know, any of that throw you off. It's pretty it's sweet and deserty. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wow, and the chocolate tastes like very good. No though. off aftertaste either. It's just no. Yeah, it's just lingers like nice chocolate linger. There. Sierra Vesa, ah, that founders yeah. too. Oh, yep, that was good too. They've all been good so far. Jacob's picked all of them. <laughs> I, think. <laughs> I think you I have. have picked all of them. I have picked. Yeah, Masagave, Four Giants. He picked that. Sierra, Sierra Nevada or Sierra Vesa. This one. And KBS, which was the first mm-hmm. one he provided. Jesus, you could. <laughs> Founders. <laughs> Beer City, USA. You Founders, if you want to send me a check, my address is 87 <laughs> Louis Glick Highway. P.O. Box. <laughs> hey, they make good beers. That they do. That they do. And soon we're going to get the pumpkin beers coming out. Yep. Very soon. I'm excited for next that. month. Atlanta this month, early next month. We can get some Oktoberfest beers. We can get some oh my pumpkin God, beers. I can't wait. Wolverine State baby. Shout <laughs> out. October is gonna be all Oktoberfest and pumpkin <laughs> beers. Yeah. I hope. Those well, are only like four, yeah, we'll only have types. four four to five maximum episodes that October. Yeah. Would fall. Oktoberfest technically is in September. It's Mars. Mm. Mars then. So it's Mars. So it's it, we get like probably six weeks of Oktoberfest. Well, I but I drink nothing but them for six weeks. <laughs> pumpkin beers and Oktoberfest. They're all I drink. And I love both of those styles. Do you I don't know what it is about pumpkin. I'm, I, I'm like, not a big fan. You like like Ichabod and that's so I gross. I love all of the pumpkin beers. No, the best one is by Southern Tier. Ooh. Um, pumpkin? It's their cho- not pumpkin. No, not pumpkin. Is theirs, I think, also. But it's oh. not pumpkin. It's their, it's a, like a bourbon barrel age one or a chocolate the best was uh the name wolverine right. actually best i ever had it was a pumpkin imperial pumpkin stout they made a stout well their version of a stout it was like an imperial dark lager oh um, with pumpkins well can't wait the best you can get consistently is probably i like uh dogfish head that's that pump king or no that, no they all have such similar pun names king. <laughs> king. all their names are so yeah similar. it's all a very as pun or a play on the word pumpkin, and that's why so. i did pun because it's pumpkin. pun yeah no just kin pumpkin pumpkin wait i gotta find the southern tier one i think it is pumpkin i don't know anyway while jacob looks for that uh while he looks for that i mean do you have anything else to say about the Warlock. beer Warlock. Is pumpkin yeah. is also them. Yeah. But Warlock is delicious. Oh, you're getting me all excited for fall and yeah. shit. Ooh. Fall's my favorite. It's right around the corner. About three, four w- weeks. Yep, September. I would say it's the beginning. 21st, right? 
Because fall starts. Yeah, but technically, October is when it starts really hitting that fall stride, and then you get November, and it's cold, and then it's freezing until <laughs> May. No, That's why, like, mid September is perfect. Yeah, to cold, mid cold nights. Yeah, we had like that week. Yeah, it was like fall weather. It was, well, it was like two days, and then yeah. you never know what you're gonna get at the end of October. Last year, remember it was snowing. Halloween was freaking freezing rain. <laughs> up at Big Rapids, it always snowed in October. Until like April, mm. like through April until like May. Yeah. Oops. All right. Anything else to say about Marvel roast? It's good. No, it it's is pretty good. good. Did you read that whole description out the back of the bottle? No, no, it was oh, untapped. Un- un- but it was That's just what copy. I thought. I was like, I thought you were like. Yeah, it's the same exact word for word. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into our featured review here, which is like I said, bean pole. Beanpole is directed by Kantamir Balagov, written by Kantamir Balagov and Alexander uh, Tenkov. Stars uh, Mia Wachikowska, Daphne Keene, and Jeremy Irons. <laughs> Jeremy Irons. No, I'm just kidding. That's their doppelgangers. Dana Day-Lewis slash. Yeah, I'm going to butcher these ones, though, for real. Uh, stars Victoria Miroshenko. Vasilisa. Oh, that's a tough one. Percy. Perilgina. Perilgina. <laughs> and Andre Baikov. That's all. That's Sounds all you're getting. Me. All Russian actors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, plot synopsis reads In 1945, Leningrad, World War II has devastated the city, demolished its buildings, and leaving its citizens in tatters, physically and mentally. Two young women search for meaning and hope in the struggle to rebuild their lives amongst the ruins. What'd you guys think of Beanpole? So I liked it, but I feel I feel like I'm missing something in it. I don't know if I am, but I feel like there's something I'm missing about it. Here we go, Jake. Here we go again, Jacob. God, <laughs> <laughs> continue. I'm just like I liked it, and I thought it was shot really well. Except I did not really like the color grading for most of it. Someone really likes red and green. There's tons of red and green and then tons of yellow. Like really warm. Like they turned the temperature way up. And except when obviously outside. Once they got to the white, it was like, yay, some white. (laughs) It's mostly just yellow, everything. Green Um, and red. Yeah, green, red, and yellow. (laughs) Yeah, yellow too, I guess. Yeah. I well, the yellow was more the just most. the lighting was like warm, but there's yeah, tons yeah. of green and no, red. No, there was a lot of yellow. The building, yeah. the painting, the walls were yellow. A decent amount, yeah. 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 The primary, some primary colors. But yeah, the acting was great. Every, all of it was great. And it felt like real. Like it did not feel like anybody was like acting. Just, and I don't know if that also played a part with the almost lack of a score in it. There was in a couple of parts, but most of the time it was just silent. So it was just the crunching of snow, like fabric, move the footsteps. And that made it also feel more real and like personal, I guess, because it feels less like a movie when you don't have music in there to give you like a certain feeling or for each scene. You just have to go. Yeah. Like you just have to go base straight on like the actors themselves, their expressions, their words, and you know, their physical movements 
versus like having that guide of the music mm-hmm. to lead you into how you felt about it a scene which is good you know in other movies but it also worked here i thought um the story was i mean i thought it was gonna be more convoluted i guess it was pretty straightforward honestly and pretty predictable at parts i especially in the beginning i knew what was gonna happen like the dramatic thing that was going to happen. Didn't know how it was going to happen, but I was just waiting for it to happen. And then it did. And it was still sad. Like, and all these moments were really well done, but I don't know. It just felt like there wasn't a lot that it gave. It was just kind of simple overall. And I just didn't feel like a big sense of like satisfaction at the end or any real point during the movie. But I still liked it just and I wouldn't mind seeing it again sometime just see if there's stuff I could take from it more. But it'll be a while because it did feel a little long, too. It like, was long. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Two, 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 two eleven. Two and f- yeah, two eleven or two fifteen, something like that, whatever. Yeah. And it it felt long. It felt like they weren't always confident with the direction at times, especially near the end. It just I felt like all these threads kept coming and then they were just like cut off. And yeah. But overall, pretty good. Uh, I think you did miss some things because I thought it was very good. Um, <laughs> because I think everything <laughs> in the dialogue was like so calculated because there wasn't that much dialogue. Mm-hmm. So like when it did, every sentence had a meaning, like was had a, had a purpose. Like, yeah. And that, I really liked that, and especially because. This director was 28 years old when he made this. Oh, wow. And he's a year, second film. Yeah, he's a year older than us. He was born in 1991. 91. So he's 29 now, but when this when he directed this, he was 28. Then the cinematographer is 24. It's so, their second movie. What are we doing with this? <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, to even know that and to, like, after the fact, looking at that and to have that much of a direction and, like, theme. Because like I guess his other yeah. movie is, like, very warm too and i think that's how his direct like what he wants so they work together both movies yeah. then and if you i don't know i feel like when i watch a movie that's in a warmer tent i kind of like it's easier to like kind of get drawn into it what uh versus like bright like over the top saturation in terms of cooler i just feel like warm just like easier on the eyes so like you just naturally feel like you're well, getting yeah. drawn in a little bit more. You get rid of that blue light. Right. Um, yeah, I just thought like this. I don't know. It was like I got themes of like victim and prey, but it was also like. Like there was always an understanding between the two. And I feel like no matter what happened, like they always stood true to that, like overall theme. Mm-hmm. And they even even right at the end, it was like even more so like tied together. So I got like, I got more friendship vibes out of this than first cow. So I'll just <laughs> go into this next. Let's just go talk shit. <laughs> I loved it. And this two things. The main thing is, yes, this is a perfect comparison to first cow. Very intimate story, very slow at times, but the relationship that you see here is like tenfold what yeah. you see in first cow 
Like I actually felt that they had, that they truly loved each other here. Mm-hmm. And it's so much of it is unsaid and just through actions and what happens in the movie that like, yeah, it's just, that's what I think. It's funny because you said that you're, maybe you're missing something here. Maybe we missed something in first cow. It's like literally the reverse, which is just last week. And now we're agreeing again. And I'm not saying that you, that you didn't like it or whatever, but just that no, it's I funny that like those it. exact, that those exact yeah. uh, comparisons <laughs> are coming up. Um, but yeah, anyway, overall, I loved it. Uh, I do think the acting was amazing. I think that it, to go back to the color and the color grading, saturation, warmness, and all that, I didn't know about his first movie. Maybe it's just a, a directorial style, but my initial assumption was that the this is to make it um, not so cold because uh, it is post. This is supposed to be post uh, mm-hmm. war for so Leningrad. Glowing. So this is um, you know this is supposed to be a more peaceful time. And if you had think about having like harsher colors and uh, what am I thinking of like a like a you know colder color tone all those things and plus the themes of the movie how like beat down you would feel after watching it I mean you feel beat down already but like how hard would it be to watch with all those things you might not think about it in the moment but psychologically like it would be very hard to watch I feel like I yeah. think it is a theme like just a screenshot from his. Other movies like pretty, yeah, pretty warm. So that could be a style, but for this, it works better because it is supposed to be them Russia moving into a more peaceful time after World War II, and they, you know, they're still feeling the effects of war and the wounds of war. But it would just be so hard to watch if it was like so dark and Cold, cold and just. It would feel more like misery porn which is a question that i have for once we get into the details is you know where do you draw the line like do you feel like this is getting into misery porn like just things that that happen after one after another you know but i really like what you're saying about the writing i love the writing because mm-hmm. everything like the way that they reveal information in this is like so subtle yeah. and like organic delicately done and organic yeah. exactly like everything that comes out and that just how they talk to each other doesn't feel nothing feels like exposition but you're getting new information all the time and these things are getting revealed to you not like huge revelations but just like things that change your perspective on the characters and how they all develop was i thought it was amazing yeah i agree i i mean i i wrote down like most of my notes were just quotes from the movie (laughs) yeah and i was like everything like you said when you found out what was wrong with her and you find out why like how her husband or whatever you, you find out about all those little tiny details just through exposition like them just having a conversation and like on the dance floor when they do the dance scene and she's like telling a little story and he, they're just dancing and yeah i loved how they also did that a lot with like long cuts for those like specific scenes they did a lot of those like just long silent like, pauses yeah where just nothing is necessarily happening. It just, it's really, really slow, methodical. Like, th- like when she goes to the doctor's house, for example, and she starts undressing. Yeah. And it just holds on her. And yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's a really long pause and like nothing is said. There's no music going on. You just get, you can't even see her face. You know, you just get all of this feeling from her back. Yeah. 
And it's all of those feel intentional and yeah. purposeful rather than like yeah. exploitative or anything like that. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I don't really have anything else other than general thoughts. Into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. Well, there is actually quite a bit to spoil because yeah. like I said, <laughs> everything like there are moments, a lot of moments with not twists, but um, just information that gets revealed to you. Like I said, that changes your perspective on the characters, even the whole movie at some points. And so we, if we do talk about those, those would be considered spoilers. If you want to see Beanpole, obviously we're recommending it. It's a tough movie to get through. It's also all in Russian, so it's it's not a joy watch. No, you have to like enjoy film. Yeah, exactly. You really just anything out of this. Yeah, if you're you know a general audience, it's not something I'd recommend. But if you're you know really into film and you want to watch one of probably the best movies of the year. So far, check it out before listening to this. Uh, so in the beginning, like what you were saying, that that scene where you do, it is predictable. Yeah. So she's raising a child and like they're kind of showing like their their relationship together. It does kind of, I knew something messed up was going to happen yeah. with and the And they kid. kept focusing on him. Yeah, and, like, I know. <laughs> his level of filming and it was like really long, like that part and that kind of, bother me because i'm just like okay i guess something bad it's foreshadowing i'm like it's very yeah very obvious but when it happens bad. it was very was, well done oof. and that that goes back to the cinematography is just like i love how some just certain shots like that stand out was like just his hand when he's being suffocated you i know? know and like the kid great acting you know <laughs> like really though like there he yeah, had a lot of parts in it that were just like probably like two or three years old that's uh, he might have been old. I think he had like dwarfism. Oh, that's what I was wondering. Okay. Like, was this an adult? He like, did have like a weird head. Right? Said, that's what I was wondering. I'm like, is adult. this an older person who's acting like a kid? No, I, 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 kid? I just think he's I, he's think a he's very like young kid four, with dwarfism because well, he was really short and they kept talking about that. And yeah, he said like you need he said you need rations and you've grown up, but your boy hasn't. He could use the food to grow because. Yeah. I think he's like stinted of some sort. Is it just failure to thrive though because of the lack of nutrition? I think so. Yeah, but in the movie you never know his well, age. Know. We're saying we're talking about the actor himself. Yeah. Oh, I still think that he is That's what also. we're saying. I don't think in the movie there's any hint of like No. No, it's that. definitely a kid in the yeah, movie. Yeah, it's definitely like a but baby. I'm wondering in the movie. if the actor is actually someone who's older and just looks like a kid. Right, and was able like, to do that. He was yeah. just really good at like like I mean, the chemistry between him and Beanpole was really good. <laughs> And it felt really natural. And if it's a kid, it's, that'd be hard to force. I don't know. And yeah. then, like the scene with the animal part and everything, like act like animal. <laughs> like it, I don't know. It was really kind of impressive for if he actually is this little kid, like to act so muted and then excited. And I don't know if it took a while it takes to get to that or something. But mm-hmm. yeah, obviously when he was being suffocated, I, that was probably just some fake hand or something, you know, it probably wasn't him, but still the rest of it he was in was really good. But yeah. That was just like one of the first shots I took notice of. And then mm-hmm. there's more like of perspective shots. Like everything's not, you know, just like a bus shot or, you know, there's the one where the people go up to her door right after that. And it just shows their the feet. Boots. Yeah. The boots. I wrote that right there. <laughs> uh, like the dress scene when she's like twirling in the dress and it shows just the, f- the end of the dress where it would furl out is the only thing that you're seeing 
to, to visualize that rather than just like a wide shot of her twirling around in it. It's like just that dress, you know, lots of things like that. I did want to say something about that scene. So what did, what do you, did, like you guys take from that scene? Like what was her, she kept doing it and then she like kind of like devolved, like, you know, over time. What did you yeah. think of that? Like what I thought is, it was basically like a metaphor for her, her life, like spiraling out of control. You could take it, but also how like they were truly, she was truly happy for a second. That's and what, then Beanpole was. was also smiling. So she was just for a second, she forgot about all these terrible things. And then she remembered and she kept trying to twirl to get that yeah, feeling yeah. again, but she couldn't regain it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I didn't I get those life spiraling metaphor. I, I was just like, when she yeah when she, she there's a flash of her being truly happy and then like because that's how like you know after you face a traumatic experience like you feel guilty kind of being happy mm-hmm. after that so like i think she like felt guilty for that and then you know was either mad at herself or or yeah maybe i think she that could kept twirling, mad, tried to regain yeah, it yeah like yeah, that little bit but of couldn't happiness. And or she could have been mad because she was happy. She saw like Beanpole smiling, but then remembered, you know, that's the reason her kid is dead. Too, yeah. And that could have been part of it as well. That scene was great. I really like that. So, yeah. So do you think now that we know that it was Ia that killed Beanpole? Yeah. I don't know. Her name is Ia. So Violet. if you say Ia, it's the same thing <laughs> as Beanpole. When you know that she's the one that killed the kid. Yeah. Accidentally, because she has... Uh, post-concussion post- syndrome right from the war because she was fought in it or was that we learned was just in on the front lines with yeah men. so that was something i didn't how did she get that i was you mean yeah because i at first they said they were like pilots or something right? no they were anti-air gunners oh okay. that's what they say but then we so learned they later weren't, that though, they, they weren't. were basically just women to keep the men warm on the front line yep just I don't know, not whores, I guess isn't the term, but yeah, yeah, I mean, they were basically just passed around. They were, they were like pseudo wives because they would, they'd be like, I don't know how many husbands I had. So they were like, not technically married, but they would act, they would act as a wife for that man to give him all of the things that, you know, he couldn't get. That's pretty crazy. Because at first, yeah. when I first saw that they were soldiers, I wonder if that's I don't know. I, that's it must probably have been some a truth thing. to that. In, oh, yeah, for it must Russia. Have been a thing. I mean, and it's a Russian director. So yeah, he's not gonna like hide it. Because I had never heard of that in World War II either, at all. Yeah. From you know, you definitely not U.S. but like German soldiers or French soldiers or anything like that. Yeah, the but U.S. I guess were soldiers, with the French a, women, right? Yeah, <laughs> but like, what I. What I thought at first, I'm like, wow, how progressive of Russia having um, like women soldiers already. Wow. Yeah. We didn't even have. <laughs> and then I found that out later. I'm like, oh, not very. That's actually terrible. <laughs> yeah. So that's one of the one of the things revealed. And that's towards the end, which I thought that was an amazing thing through mm-hmm. conversation with somebody that doesn't respect her. She, you know, this information is coming out. That was a great scene. Well, it also like added on to it because they were always getting disrespect. And even like the thing that the two young men were talking when they passed by and stuff like, oh, she'll just open her eye. Yeah. Now, Food. I'm like, why would they talk like that about soldiers? I'm like, you don't mess with soldiers. <laughs> you know, like they're tough. Mm. And I'm like, oh, so they had like not only were they on war- at these front lines in war being probably basically raped all the time just for food. 
and then they come back and they're not respected at all. Oh, yeah, that's rough. Yeah, definitely. I mean, overall, the whole theme of the movie is definitely just that and po- this post-war wounds from the war and then combine it with, I think, just like the resilience of like their friendship, the, you know, this relationship two females which was nice we've seen tons of female director movies and you kind of think that this would come from a female director but there's a lot of scenes of just you know being pulling what's the character's name masha masha yeah Ia and masha talking and you know or you know just them together and it's just about their relationship as you know these two female friends that if they really only have each other now after her son's gone yeah And it was both their first movies, too. Really? Yeah, that was her. Wow. Masha's first role. Both of them. Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Well, the only thing I felt, though, with the relationship, I felt it was more one-sided. I don't know. That's just what I felt. I felt like I uh, definitely loved her, and then she just kind of was using her like she used everyone else. And that's why I just didn't feel like it was was more Mm -hmm. like necessity like she was always using her really like she never like i think there's hints of it though throughout like she you see that she actually cares for her right the scene where well no i mean even the scene where like she meets she or she's trying to get her pregnant and she stays with her like you know it's like oh that scene i also took a note it's like reminded me of the scene from never really sometimes always but like times a hundred yeah this I like was thinking the whole more. time. The way it was filmed was very like Eliza Hitman, which oh, is, you mean like the handhold? Yeah, yeah, that scene. But this was like times that yeah. that times a hundred. Yeah. But them together, you know, and just there's there's hints of it if you're looking for it, and if you feel that, then you can see it. And then yeah, at the end, I mean, she does choose to say, you know, I want to heal us. Well, I just in this meant relationship. when the tram hit the person. She oh, and she worried, cares. Yeah, yeah. And she ran There's home. That. Like that showed that to me that she cared. But yeah, a lot of time I I felt like she was just kind of using her, like she was using the guy. And I didn't feel like that was necessarily like a bad thing. Like I thought, I just thought she was so scarred from everything that happened. She just basically closed off to everyone. Like she uses people. Yeah, I think that's. I mean, obviously, the death of her son. Like she's gonna have some kind of a little bit of resentment towards her, but like at the same time she is, she does care for her in this relationship. And then there's the scene where too, where she, uh, beanpole, it's kind of revealed that beanpole actually might be in love with her. And, you know, she tries to kiss her and then she pushes her away. But then when beanpole starts having her, her freeze or freeze up, then she kisses her back and just like, small things like that. I didn't really know what to take from it, but it just seemed like she cared for her. Yeah. I felt like that, Cause was, that was a just, weird scene. Like I felt like that was again, just her like using her. It's like she waited until she wouldn't like basically remember what would happen and then does something. How would it be using her though? She doesn't, rem- she's not going to remember. I know what's she using it for. Then why would she do it though? Cause she might care for her. If she's actually, if she's seizing up, like maybe she doesn't like to see, you know, she doesn't like to see her like that or, she felt bad for denying her and then she seizes up because a lot of the times those things happen after a that's like stress induced or anxiety induced. Yeah, see, that's what I was saying. 
Like where there's like a lot of parts that I seem like I miss. Like that whole scene, I feel like there's something else there because like the spot they land is like the spot where the kid dies. Well, it's the same and kind it, of like scene. she see, yeah. But then like nothing more. I didn't get it though. Like I didn't get it. I, but I felt like there was something to get there. Like there was yeah. more. There's like a lot of like little things like that where I was like, I feel like there's something there. I'm just not like. I like the scene. I liked what was happening, but there's just, I'm not getting it all. It seemed like what I was taking, maybe that's all there is. Maybe it was just service, but based on everything else the movie was about, I don't believe that because it was so subtle and everything was so, uh, like purposeful that there's no way that they just did this, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was that, that much, like it was that little. And yeah, that's why I feel like, there's just a lot of little things I missed that maybe a rewatch I would get. Maybe I need to read some kind of analysis or something, but yeah, there's probably some things for sure. You could read up on it now and then rewatch it with that in mind and going back to it. But uh, yeah, I just felt like she felt kind of guilty after that because she was, she was the one pushing her away, denying it. She Mm. kind of caused the freeze up and then she was like, Oh no, wait, don't, you know, Uh, that was like another scene where she cared for. So there's a lot of like little things that you can see that build this relationship up. And even though, yeah, it is mostly one sided, like she has to be, she has to keep this, uh, you know, cold facade going of like, I just want you to have my kid for me, but she actually really does care. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think again, that's just, she's traumatized from everything that's happened. Oh, yeah, she's a shell sure. basically. And just, blocking it out which we saw with the twirling of the dress and everything like she's broken yeah so it's just little things that like she just doesn't allow any kind of emotion basically but she does seem to care about her because especially you see in the end where she doesn't want her to leave even though like she's done all these things to her this whole time she doesn't want her to leave yeah which shows something and then the guy she just left you know so what do you think about the characterizations of like, so if you think about what what does Masha have that Beanpole doesn't have and what does Beanpole have that Masha doesn't have, they're almost kind of like opposites because Masha leads like the life that she puts out in front of everybody is seems mostly normal, but she's actually like the shell, whereas Beanpole uh, kind of acts more like the like, shell. She says, you know, at the end she says, I'm nothing inside or whatever, I'm meaningless. But she's the one that harbors, you know, a lot more all this emotion and, and stuff. Emotion, and yeah. yeah, it's kind of almost like I mean, you opposites. can even see that in the when she was Pizza. forced to help that guy commit suicide, right. assisted suicide. And she's just staring at her like not caring, basically. And she's clearly very affected by what she just did. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it was good. I, I don't it just it did feel like there if I was missing those parts, cause so many parts were so good that the parts that were met like missed just stood out more to me, I guess I can see that. Like, but they, I can tell this director is going to be like a way up there. They have, especially at 28 right now, mm-hmm. like, yep. 29, 29 this year. Yeah. They're, yeah. I'm really just, excited I mean, I, for more. We know that this was really high critically reviewed. I was to say that he just needs, to get the attention deserved, but I mean, look how long it took Bong Joon Ho to get the attention. So he'll get there. Just keep Could at be. it. Keep making movies like this. 
I want to watch his other movie now. I would be interested in it. Yeah. It's not as well received, but it's also his first movie, of course. Mm. So be interesting to see the difference. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't really have any, I'm trying to think of like negatives because we've been kind of only saying positive things. I know Jacob has his just things that he might've missed. It might not even be negative, really just things that you feel like you missed. Other than the, I didn't really love the stylized color grading. It didn't work for me as well. I don't know. It it had a very similar feel to grudge actually with that yellow, like really warm turned up part. But Mm, yeah, I felt it more, like I said, purposeful because of, yeah, I I see that. I didn't get that when I watched it, but like the whole movie wasn't like that either though. Exactly. I know, but it was like a break for me when it switched. I would be interesting to, I would be interested to see what, Maybe those colors specifically are representative of. I think maybe in Russian. I think there is supposed to be. See, that's what I'm saying. I think, right? Because I think there's more. Like that's what I'm saying. I think there's a lot more, and I don't know if it's like a movie thing or if it's just like a Russian thing. Like they have this, like could be either built in knowing of this history. Just like we watch what November. Yeah, mm-hmm. like there's Estonian. They're like there's just a lot of things I don't know. I'm not part of that culture. Like I'm sure maybe a lot of this stuff was like common knowledge. But like for me, I still loved or I got a lot of things. Oh, maybe yeah. I didn't get everything, and I still loved it. Oh, yeah. If I knew more, it might be even better. That's well, what I'm saying. So. I know green means like life, like new, like hope, because you know springtime green start coming out. And then red, obviously, is like blood, blood trauma. Yeah. So that's really interesting because you're mix because most of the movie is mixing those. A lot of those are in the same scene, green and red. So there's hope, but a lot, but this movie has a lot of Baggage. trauma yeah. and violence in it. It's like they're weighed down by the, they're weighed down by the past, even though they have this. I like, like it even more already. Yeah. See, like I'm saying, there's like a <laughs> lot of little things. That maybe it wasn't even a fault. Maybe it wasn't a mess up. I just don't have the background knowledge or something or don't didn't quite clearly get what he was trying to portray. But it, I don't think anything was bad. There was nothing bad. Just. Yeah, I can't think of anything. A little, it uh, felt a little technical. Long, maybe, I guess, pacing. Near, yeah, that especially would be one thing. I did end. feel the length yeah. a little bit. Just near the and, end. Oh, when, what about the threads? We should talk about that. You said there's threads that are thrown out there that aren't really oh, tied up. Yeah. That's so, like a that's I mean, a valid it's not argument. that they're not like tied up per se, but it's just like Like what specifically? So we like can, the doctor, like, you know, they go back and then she co- then she just back and stays. It's like why wasn't she gone yet or something? And then she goes off with that. You're saying that Beanpole agreed to leave with him? I mean, that's she was packed and everything like she was ready to go. And that's why I thought she was doing one last grand gesture to her getting the dress for her. And like to, as a basically a goodbye. And then that because he says, I'm leaving tomorrow. Yeah. Well, and then that leave. day that she has the dress would be that day. It was the next day. Yeah. Right. So if she comes, if she comes back before Beanpole leaves and says, I want to heal us, then it's kind of ambiguous to say whether she wants, whether she yeah, stays or leaves. I just don't know how much time exactly passed. That's what I think. It's like, a, I think it's that day or that night. She says that she's leaving. Come with me. Yeah. The next day is she, when she goes to dinner. With, yeah. Or lunch or whatever it is with the family. Yeah. I, that's what I would assume. Yeah. No, no, I got that. But then she, so she went all the way. 
Misha, Masha, Masha, yeah. Masha went all the way with Sasha to the parents. And I liked most of that scene, especially with the mom. But yeah. I didn't, I don't know. I didn't really like the dad's part or anything. And I didn't like how I didn't really get Sasha's whole like. That's probably another cultural thing. Like yeah. Parental like, roles. Like he's just cold and yeah, shut off. I just didn't get that. She, well, the mom was just like, yeah. And he's just going to use you and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, there, she's, was, he's obviously not. But like, like the way he's acted the whole time, he was clearly like a virgin or something. Cause he was basically like, here, give you, here's everything you ever want. So then all of a sudden he's actually this and then he just leaves and then she just leaves and then that's it. I don't know. That part just felt right. Like I didn't get that. I felt like that. Yeah, I didn't. I felt I loved I, the scene between the mom and Masha, but the them there, the other characters. I don't know that part. I didn't really love. Not that you have to change how you feel, but that I I think what you're saying is that he was portrayed that you are that you have a like a hyper. Well, he was like an extreme view. You have extremes on both ends. You have the extreme view of him being a virgin beta and then the extreme view of his mom saying that he's this ultimate playboy. I don't think it's the extremes either way. I think he is just a probably like a nice guy who maybe has only been with a couple girls and he really does like her. But maybe his mom, obviously it's his mom. He she knows him better. He might not be a playboy, but yeah, she comes from less than him and she probably does know that he might throw her away yeah i don't think you can like say it's going from one extreme to the next or at least i didn't feel like it was no i just no it wasn't that necessarily it's just like he was such a character like he was in most of the movie and then that was like it just i mean it was him slam the table and walk away Right. I just wanted more, right. something more to his like conclusion. Like, well, the conclusion I felt like you could have just him, kicked him out. The then. conclusion for him was the conclusion for being Pole and Masha. She says, yeah. "I won't, I won't see him." She wants to. She feels so after the after she thinks Bean Pole has died, she feels so invested in their relationship that she's like, "Yeah, I don't need him. I'm not going to see him anymore." That's what she's. That's literally in the dialogue what she yeah. says. Well, so I felt I like that, that was his conclusion. But I just felt like that. It just felt a little bit. I don't know. I felt like he. You're saying how it goes from that scene to that, like it's that's all it's just so happens fast. at once. Yeah, yeah and then I it was like, saying. and now we're back. And I know. Then I love the ending, but it just it felt a, the pacing was just a little bit off there. It just and but everything else about the scene was great. Like the them talking was amazing. You know what I'm thinking? The though? Like what if she cinematography was, was amazing? What if she was gonna leave? Time. What if she was gonna leave, but then she got in one of her spells, and then she literally didn't leave. Yeah, I don't know. Then that's what she I found mean, they her. She left might have a, been there for a while. They left a lot, and I'm, I mean, I'm glad he was gone and everything. Like, I didn't hate it. It's just it felt a little abrupt, and yeah, I didn't think that that was that big of. a And it does scene. seem like she liked him too, or she was faking that too. I don't know, but I, mean, I think whenever that was she like, was messing, like yeah. they were playing, that looked real. Well, think about when she met him. It was right after the death of her son, and yeah, I that think there I didn't was, think was real. some feelings there, yeah. but like. To, I think she at, right after that her she agreed or tried to get being pulled to have the kid for her. I think she felt compelled to have like a father figure if she's gonna have a kid in his life I don't know how much of that was 
real, yeah. real, you know. But and like he was obviously can, providing a lot for them. Yeah. So like she could have just been using him the We didn't know he was rich the until the end, time. except yeah. for that he kept bringing well, food and stuff. Well, he kept bringing like fresh food and stuff. Yeah. So. yeah you and he had a car. So I figured he must have had like yeah. some money. I mean, yeah, you can assume, but you didn't like know how much until the yeah, end. Yeah, until they got there. So with that, you know, just and then that, that. His mom those feelings was for were, a doctor, The feelings right? with mm-hmm. her, the relationship with her and Beanpole is real. The relationship with him, we find out by the end that. Just from those actions, I would say so it wasn't. The, so I was like the only. I think it was just trying to highlight the only real people they have is each other. Yeah, and like doesn't matter who comes in. No, I get what it was out, trying like to them. highlight and stuff. Like I got it, but I just felt like the scene wasn't as tight and well done as the rest of the movie was. That's it. <laughs> I didn't have a problem with it, but yeah. I can see. I, didn't hate I can it. see where you're saying yeah. that it was a little rushed. Yeah, so I, I just didn't I think of it. It was like intended to be. I think you're thinking it's intended to be a bigger scene. And I don't think that's what it was meant no, to be. No, yeah, it just came off kind of funny to me. Really, like he just slammed the table and walks away, and his dad's like, "Well, anyway, uh, now that you guys are done talking, like it just kind of seemed funny. Hmm. Like he was yeah. like a little kid, like throwing a tantrum, and he's like, uh, "Shut the door." Well, because he probably does it often. <laughs> yeah, I know. That that's, this I is know. all he knows. That's what I'm saying. It just like seemed like weird. You know, I don't know. It was when the rest of the tone was so serious, it felt like comical. Um. Yeah, I don't know. He just seemed mad and that he he wanted to say something. He, he was like breathing so heavily. He wanted to say something, but probably how he was raised. If he did, who knows what that consequence yeah. would have been. Yeah. So he didn't. He just left. And then... The he's dad like, was like, he's so, the dad is so obviously from the rest of the scene, you can see the dad is so disconnected. He's yeah. Like, he doesn't care. At yeah. All. But he's like, well, we'll see what happens next. Yeah, That's what, like, what he says. Yeah. He's like, well, here we go. Well, you guys, you guys have met. Fit well. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, you guys have met. We'll see what happens next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you've met. All right. We're going to see. Yeah. Here we go. So, yeah. It was just, it was kind of funny. But I still love the movie. There was like. Moments where like you would you know laugh or whatever probably just like even not laugh just like a giggle, mostly because of how it was delivered and because we were watching it together. But none of this movie is no funny at all. <laughs> also like the uh, I don't know if it, this was just what we were watching on, but the subtitles were pretty badly translated sometimes. I don't oh, know, translated, I mean, yeah, yeah, like the way they. I'm like, that's not correct grammar. I'm like, what? Yeah, it would be like Anne. There was one I was. Just it was like by myself. It would be like, like Anne, and then the next word started with an I, and it was just like, no, oh it yeah, a. it's like it was like it wasn't like I was, instead of very, I'm like very excited. It was like I'm much excited or something like. Yeah, it's a little weird. It th- took me out a little bit. I mean, the translation it's probably came translation. from Russia, yeah. and then they just yeah. took it and put it to print you know it was a yeah. literal translation not yeah. clearly a conversational yeah, exactly translation. well most of it worked but there were some parts i'm just like it's not correct english yeah and <laughs> i'm sure it was i don't think that was youtube's translation or google's i should say i don't know it was probably like if we rented it on yeah, probably, that's probably amazon right. could, or or just whatever know every Voodoo. language so i could watch everything in the original because i know well, there's yeah, so many great. times <laughs> i'm missing stuff that like just because the translation's not as good I'm always, that's always my fear. I'm just missing something because 
translation. Well, it's still better than having it be dubbed and and then. Oh, I would never. Well, that wouldn't be any better. (laughs) That would be way worse. That's what I'm saying is they would would still have the bad translation and sound bad. Well, they would change whole things to fit the flow, like yeah, matching the words. Yeah, they would change whole lines of dialogue. Like no, I would. I will always do sub, but I just wish I there was some way I could just know every language and watch everything the original language. You can, Jacob. It's called education. <laughs> yeah. If you study for 30 years, <laughs> maybe you'll learn all of the main languages. There you go. By the time you're in your 70s or 80s, you could watch any movie. I think it's impossible. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that... Did you have any other threads or was that really the only one? Uh, I didn't really think there was a lot of like loose threads. No, I don't... No, I didn't mean it was like tight. necessarily loose. I just... Like a thread, I guess. It was just like they went off into a direction then it was just like ended. Like mm-hmm. again, like the, like the doctor, he was there, he was like this big part and then he's just gone and it ended. And then I this guess guy only, was just in it, it was this big part and then it's just gone the, and it ended. The only thing I would say to that is like, if it was like, so like everybody had like this very, very well wrapped up with a night niece bow conclusion, would that be better? Or would you feel like that's more Well, I just unrealistic? felt like you could have almost cut out some of the parts, like the, like the kid, you could have. Why'd you bring him back into it even? I don't know. What kid? The uh, Sasha. Why'd you, why? Alexander? Sasha. Or yeah, oh. they call him Sasha, but his name's yeah. Alexander. Yeah, Alexander. Why'd they bring him back in? Oh, yeah. you mean like the whole the whole plot? Wait, what do you mean? Yeah, He's kinda. like a huge part. It, yeah, but why? I don't know. Because that, if they that is to a make huge him part of being Poland like and Ia's relationship. He should have had a bigger ending Asha's. then. Yeah. I know what you're I know what you're saying. Like I said, I think the conclusion his conclusion was the conclusion with Masha and Beanpole, which was not exactly perfect, but very, very well done. Like his conclusion is I'm not gonna see him anymore. You just assume that she's done seeing him. Like he's probably gonna come after her or whatever, and that's gonna be it for them. Yeah. yeah. I mean there's a little bit is left up to just like assumption. I think you just have to assume what's yeah, going the, to happen. The ending was so so awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. I will say about the ending, I thought there was going to be like some kind of paranormal twist where the girl that got ran over by the train, they call her Beanpole, and yeah, right when she that. goes up yeah. there, and when she goes up, Beanpole is in her like her freeze state. Yeah, you know, I was like, oh shit, what she's if, a like, ghost? No, or like, what if she's like has like these, you know nine lives or whatever and like she keeps dying and then every time one of her others dies she goes into a free state <laughs> that, See, ruined that it was all. like a oh that, yeah it would have been totally that was like terrible another <laughs> but i was like oh too. shit it's like why'd they happen to call that person beanpole i don't know just i think like, it's just like that might be another cultural thing maybe they just call see? tall that's girls tall skinny girls that's beanpole. what i was saying there's a lot of things that maybe it's just a culture thing where i was missing but that's it. what i assumed after that i assumed yeah. that because they call her Beanpole, even though her name's Ia. They call this other girl that got ran over by the train Beanpole. It's just like a tall, skinny girl or tall, yeah. skinny person. Who knows? A Maybe. tall, thin person. Tall, thin person. See? Yeah. Just, again, I I don't even know if I've ever watched <laughs> another Russian movie. I'm sure I have, but. Probably, it's actually, probably. Uh, it's an urban dictionary. So it's an American term, too. Yeah, I've heard of this. Like, What's up, Beanpole? Or string bean, you know, like. But there you go. Still, it just was very convenient that they called her Beanpole, and it was this tall blonde woman who was ran over, and then she's. But that's what would you? Otherwise, how would she? Otherwise, how would you get 
the fact that the fact that her name's Jean No, how, otherwise, how would you that? come across that she actually is like, oh shit, this could be Ia, and see that she actually really, really, really cares? Yeah, maybe you couldn't. Yeah, but because if they didn't, could. then it'd be like, oh, she would just be like, oh, okay, some girl. Well, you could have got it by her just like rushing back home because you realize she actually wants to see her again or something. I don't know. I'm not a filmmaker, <laughs> no. so I don't know. <laughs> I think it, I think it was. She rushes because really she's like she she thinks it's her. She doesn't stop to investigate the body because the body's under the train. She rushes home to see if Bean pulls at home, and she is home. And then she's like, "Thank God." You're or you could have been like, she you're got alive. home and she's gone, but then like Bean Pole ends up coming walking back after like having just gone shopping or something. She's happy, but you still have to have the scene with there. the train with the girl. No, Beanpole. she could have oh just God. been like, open the door. Her stuff is like packed, and she thinks she's gone. But oh, that! But she never says that to Masha. She does doesn't she? say it. She says I'm leaving. No, well, no, she said your bags are packed or whatever. Yes, but she doesn't know that before that scene. That's what I'm saying. Is there has to be a lead up? You would have no, to. No, but she got there after. and like her stuff was like gone. Okay, yeah, but then I know like she actually decided to come back and then they're both back. It's cheesy, but so was I don't what like happened. That That's too cheesy. It was already cheesy anyway. Too much cheese. It was already cheesy anyway. What if what if the ending is what she got frozen and then she couldn't leave, but then she decides to stay because she convinced her to stay. Just that, that, yeah, like, like she, she was, she was what ready if, to like, leave. She didn't have a free state. She would have been gone when she yeah, came that's back. That's what I'm saying. And that happened to. Keep but the her fact that up, she froze was the reason good. why she was still there. That's what that. I got. That's pretty. I good. was like, damn. She walks in and she's Cause like, because there's no, and it says uh, how long. She, like, there's no time length. They never put it. She said she's been like that for it. ages. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. See, I think it makes me need to rewatch. I think you need to rewatch. But I still like the movie a lot. I'm just but saying it's not it wasn't high enough. Per- there's a lot of things. That I don't were even know what it is, but it's perfect. not high enough. <laughs> well, you want to rate it? Yeah, I think that's it. I want to hear Kyle's rating first. You want to no, hear mine I'll first? Say, no, I'll, I'll, say, say, I'll say it so you, you know I didn't like lower or higher. Or anything, okay, so sure. I gave it a four. That's what I thought. I assumed. Yeah, I did too. See, that means oh, I have a consistent reviewing I, criteria. I gave I think, it a four point five. <laughs> yeah, it's it's four. It, what about it? What can you say? Five. Like we said, there's no technically I, well, your critiques, you have some, but like, I like the color grading and like how it fits with the themes of the movie or what it's that contrast that it's giving. Yeah. Shot perfectly acted very, very well, especially for first time actors, may- second time director. Well, see, I didn't know any of that stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean, it was phenomenal. If you take star. So four and you're changing it. What? You said four. No, no, no. no. He said he was between four and five. Okay. I thought you said. I said four. And you, I thought you said I'm the same. No, I knew. No. When you said it was four and I said, I thought the same. Okay. Gotcha. Oh, you thought the same. I thought he would give about his. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So just to clarify, Jacob. Four. Josh. I want to say five. Then give it a five. I think it's a five. Give it a five. That's I'm a 4.5. A high 4.5. Yeah. Could go up on a rewatch just based off of our conversation. Yeah. The it colors could. alone, hope and trauma That's coming what I'm saying. together. Even what we were talking about now, like I could, I could almost get there. It's just, there's like a lot of like those little things that just. Well, we have 24 hours. If you think about it and you want to change it, good. <laughs> yeah. And then if not, then it requires, it then I got, it requires I got a stew. rewatch. It has to stew. Yeah. I want to see this dude do a horror film. Cause this could be like, he could have took this a little notch darker. And I think it could have been like a horror film. Yeah, it was it's so, pretty. It's pretty. It's really well done. Yeah, but you'd have to introduce a element of more horror, like 
what would the horrific right. element, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. my That's literal thing, yeah. like to make it easily like up there would just be like pacing. If you fix that a little, just a little bit, just felt a little bit too long. That's probably my only like technical yeah. complaint is that it felt a little long. And it, pacing I'm not saying it was better. too long. Like it wasn't, but it's just something there they could have added or done just to make it flow a little better. Maybe. Yeah, it just something about it didn't flow perfectly. No, I feel you there. Yeah. That's probably one of my only complaints. So uh, let's get into what else we watched this week. Probably not a lot. Uh, who wants to start? So I watched An American Pickle. So Jacob's okay. starting. Jacob's starting, obviously. <laughs> I didn't write a lot about it. I mean, so I hadn't heard of this movie until... Like a week ago. Oh, it's and been I on saw, my list for not a long time, but like a little while. Oh, I just saw a review because on IGN actually, because big game, big game guy. So they reviewed. I'm like, hmm, I don't trust their movie reviews at all. I wouldn't trust any of their reviews. Yeah, their game <laughs> reviews are like eight out of ten, nine out of ten, everything. Call but, of Duty ten. Yeah, <laughs> stupid. And, and they went to like an uh, even like I think they went to the point one scale again. I'm like, oh really? Pointless. Uh, yeah. Pointless scale. But tell that to him. <laughs> what? That's what he uses. Basically, the point uh, one scale. <laughs> they go out of a hundred. Out of a hundred. Yeah, well, they so go it out is out of a hundred. Yeah. If you do a decimal, I can't a do like that much of a small of a difference. But they did. They read. They talked about. It. I didn't even read the review. But I'm like, oh, new Seth Rogen movie. Yeah, oh, HBO Max. Okay, sure. I haven't watched a movie on there yet. So got the free trial. <laughs> Decided to watch it. And I liked it, but it was really, really disappointing. Though at the same time, I don't want to get like into spoilers or anything. Cause That's kind of what it, my yeah. uh, anticipation is now, because I was excited for it. Yeah. And then I saw the reviews coming out, and everything's just like either mediocre or a little bit above that. Yeah. And I'm like, um, think I'm gonna be like, Honestly, disappointed. I can't go in with high hopes now. No. I can see you going either way, like giving it really low or also being around where I am just because you're like, but it tried to do something different. Yeah. Because it did. Okay. It Like, it's a re- absolutely ridiculous story. Like, you know, like... I know the, the premise and that yeah. obviously does makes no sense. It's stupid, <laughs> but that's fine. It's a comedy. It's not... It wasn't meant to be something. It right. doesn't have to be deep. I, right. That's fine. I took it for what it was. But the... Yeah, the basic is... This immigrant comes over from, I don't know where he came from. Somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere that speaks Russian also, maybe Russia. <laughs> and that actual whole part is filmed in like letterbox. And it's uh, like. Wait, what? See? <laughs> Kyle knows the definition of letterbox because he Wikipedia it. No, I know the definition because it's uh, common knowledge. How do, you, how do you both have the same idea of what letterbox is? Because what. Uh, if you're saying it's a one to one ratio. Three. Or no, one to one, yeah, I guess it's a square. Well, that's one to one, isn't it? Yeah, if it's a perfect square, yeah, it's probably a perfect square, but that's not letterbox. Letterboxing is when you cut either the top or the sides off to make that aspect ratio fit your TV. Well, in old TVs, we're always square, so that's what I'm saying. So it's square. That's the aspect ratio, though. That's yeah. letter letterboxing is is when you, it's the black bars, changing mm. those to making the aspect ratio fit your TV, or making the making the image fit mm. your TV. Oh, yes, I didn't know that. I always thought it was just the like when they cut it to fit old tube TVs, so they were square. That's what. Yeah, right. So but that when would you have been TV, also correct. 
Well, no, because it's not because you don't call a one-one aspect ratio letterbox. It's just a square, or or there's probably a technical term for it, but it's a, it's an aspect ratio. All right, so it's a one by one <laughs> postage stamp ratio. Let me see if there's one. Keep going. Uh, to start out, and that's pretty cool. It makes sense in this context, and like the focal length, they put with a lot with bokeh. So I don't know if you've seen. I mean, older movies did it a lot with bokeh, with the it's really blurry on the outskirts of the screen, but like the main people are in focus. They did that in the beginning. And then after he was pickled, it turns into full screen, you know, the full widescreen aspect ratio. I don't know what the actual term of that is, but Kyle probably, you know. Kyle just looked it up on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah. He's it, mad because I knew what Letterboxd was and he didn't. No, he was just one <laughs> so word salty. off from Wikipedia. It's I gave a, him the best description that I could think of for Letterboxd and it happened to be yeah, it was pretty similar to. One word out. <laughs> because it's the definition. Yeah. If so I ask it, you what the definition goes, of a triangle is like, from it's not going to be the same. One by one to widescreen. And <laughs> as he moves into the uh, modern age, which, you know, works, it's not like the most inventive use of that. But, you know, it makes sense in this context. It's not like they're just using it. At, <laughs> bless you, Layla. It's not like they're using it as a gimmick. It, there's a purpose. It makes sense the way they used it. And I mean, there's a lot of things in this movie that could have been like really good. There's so many parts. And it is funny that the parts that they have, but yeah, it's just so many conveniences and so many quick like, yeah, this thing's building up and then boom, okay, we're just going to switch to something else. It just does this kind of like very choppy, like the editing is so choppy that mm. Like, I get that it works. And as a comedy, even like as a regular comedy, I think a lot of people can enjoy it because it also is pretty political on like left and right, like making fun of them. I remember one part. Uh, I don't want to get into too many spoilers. So, oh, it's OK. Go ahead OK. And <laughs> there's one part where the guy who's pickled and came in the future, he wants he needs to hire people, but he has no money. So they're like, why don't you just get interns? And he basically thinks they're slaves because, and yeah. that's like a good talk, like a good talking point, because I think it's kind of weird how here, like in the U S I don't know if it's really done in a bra. I don't think as from what I know it isn't, but like interns here are just free labor. It's basically slave labor. Like when I was a student pharmacy student, I worked 70 hour weeks with zero pay and with homework also and i was paying them because it was class credit so like it's even worse because i was paying them yeah and you learn you earn you're allowed to do it because they get education so they it's a good take on that and then they also make fun of the left because like with he's selling pickles and use like used jars and old pickles they're like wow he's being so economical and like (laughs) So that those parts are pretty funny and I thought it was funny overall. It just it felt like it could have been so much more like everything was well done, especially Seth Rogen does really well, like acting as two different characters. Great. Like, it's great. He shows a lot of range. There's like these kind of dark parts, but also a lot of lighthearted parts that obviously he's good at. It just there. It had so much potential to be more than it was, and that's what really let me down. It was not a bad movie. I ended up giving it a three, but 
it could have been so much it could have been better and it just hurts that it really is disappointing damn I will lower my expectations but I don't like Seth Rogen I still so. think you'll like enjoy comedy, it so. I but like comedy or Seth Rogen so it's like the worst I do like him but <laughs> I think he does better comedies than most other ones so yeah I'd like watch him. one of his comedies than I don't know Another, you know, like Pineapple Express. I, I like oh yeah, Pineapple Express. Love Pineapple great. Express. It's okay, but yeah, it just it could have been better. It could have been more than just this like comedy, but it's not. It doesn't really get too much. It's still heartwarming at parts, and it still has like this lot of, like good, like serious parts. But it just needed more, and less of this choppy like convenience thing, which works in comedies. But I didn't want it just to be another comedy. Yeah, yeah. Especially HBO, you know, good talent involved. They're the well, first movie they I've seen from HBO Max. Buy it or did they produce it? From I the ground thought up? it was from them, but maybe Could not. Could be. I don't know. I, I didn't look into I'm it. Asking, it's HBO, so they yeah have tons of but money. But now that everything is a streaming service, like what do they acquire versus what did they make? You know. Yeah. Palm Springs was acquired by Hulu. They had nothing to do with the production of it. Yeah. Hulu Into the Dark. They are making all those like from the ground up. Oh, that is a good question. So I don't but, know what HBO, I don't know if everything HBO max does is completely produced by them or are they going to start acquiring things also? I hope it's by them because HBO is usually pretty solid TV wise. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know about movies. I don't know if, do they have movies before? Yeah. Like they had that Fahrenheit, uh, 451. I heard whatever. that wasn't I good. I heard it though. was not good, but that's a movie. <laughs> I was very excited about that too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it was, was Michael B. released to be Sony. The film's rights were sold to Warner brothers. So it was not, and it was digitally released on HBO max. Yep. So but they acquired it. It the first original film released by them. Well, yeah, but acquiring it, they can say it's an original Right. That's the same yeah. thing as Netflix and Hulu. They well, yeah, call they, Palm Springs they, a Hulu original. Right. Well, then that might be good that, because it, maybe yeah, they'll have better Because you're saying it stuff. wasn't as yeah. good, so you're saying yeah. something by made by them would be yeah. good, better. Yeah. Speaking of HBO Max. Definitely, but I do recommend... Oh, yeah. It's definitely worth a watch. Like, I would definitely... It's easy watch. It's super easy. Just, And I think the general like public audience will li- like it a lot, but it just could have... I mean, they'll definitely like it, but it could have been more than just that. That's yeah. basically it. We can talk more about other things when yeah, you watch, watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it for sure for the next episode. So, Why don't you go? Because after you go, then we only have one thing after that. Okay. I watch. Josh watched his favorite type of movie. Rom-com. <laughs> Rom-drom. It's not rom-com. It's rom-drom. <laughs> <laughs> Called... All the bright places. It's based on a book, I guess, written by Jennifer, the guy who wrote no, like No Fall in Our Stars out there. Nicholas, whatever. Jennifer Niven, Niven, something like that. But um, directed by Brett Haley, um, starring Ellie Fanning, Justice Smith. Pretty much the only two main characters. There's other secondary characters but they're basically the two there's like Luke Wilson's in it um Keegan-Michael Key's in it really? But yeah he's like a therapist but um so it's uh let's read the synopsis real quick the story of Violet and Theodore Violet again crazy 
three movie. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Her name's Whoa, that is Who weird. meet and change each other's lives forever as they struggle with their emotional and physical scars that are past. They discover that even the smallest places and moments can mean something. So basically, her sister dies and um, she's like on a bridge, standing on a bridge. Um, and you think that she can commit suicide and then this theater guy's on a run. And then he um, talks her down and comes with her and they're like in high school together or whatever. And then they get this class assignment called The Wanderings of Indiana. And they're based in Indiana, so they have to go all these like 10 different places they've ever been or something. So they go all these different places and that's where all the bright places are. But this movie really deals with um, mental health. So like they're both somewhat in a suicidal and they've been in like super dark places and he there's a lot of lines where he will he'll go I'll be happy and I'll be fine and then things just get dark and he can't he doesn't know why it just kind of so happens. It literally gets dark or like he gets No, he just okay. like he'll like black out. Cuz you said like the bright places. Right. So that's what they're saying like instead of it's a plan like all the right places. So they go to these places that are like uplifting and Oh, okay. So to it's, try and, it's like a literal term for the places. Yeah. Okay. They call them their bright places. Ah, uh, okay. And then, but he always, he has this one specific place that he likes and he goes there and whatever, but I don't know if you plan on watching or not, but it's a 2020 release. No. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it was, I mean, it's, I gave it a three star. I mean, the reviews are around three to you know, 60 or 60 out of a hundred, but it was good. Um, I, it was short, it was pretty short too. So it was an easy watch. Um, but there was a lot, there was a lot of cool writing themes that were, or not writing themes, but dialogue that were pretty cool. It was, it was corny at times, obviously, because that's just the nature of this genre. But mm-hmm. so was this a movie that was supposed to come out in like theaters? No, it's a Netflix original. Okay. Well, what they term, but it's been, I mean, it came out in like, I don't know, February. Oh, really? Mm -hmm. And it was all internet. So I think it was straight to Netflix. All right. Hmm. It was good. I liked it. Three star. I said that. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. (laughs) Ready to talk about Violet? Oh yeah. Sure third movie based so, on Violet. Another <laughs> Violet. I think this was not in the last podcast, but we were talking about what else we wanted to watch. And Mr. Joshua Saldana recommended the movie I didn't Violet. It. Yeah, he said, oh man, look at this movie, Violet. And a lot <laughs> of good reviews here. I just watched yep. 2020 <laughs> new releases. So that was one of the movies that we had suggested <laughs> as our featured review. And we rolled a die for, and we got Beanpole, thank God. But still, the suggestion was thrown in there. By it him. was thrown in there. Jacob and I watched it, and he didn't. <laughs> and he's now never allowed to recommend another movie again. Watched it. You mean like sad? I recommend. <laughs> Torture. I looked at a at the just watched 2020 releases, and it popped up. I said, "Have you guys heard about it?" No. He looked suggested. At the, okay, looked not at recommend. The Ten reviews that were on there. Suggested and said it's that we okay do watch reviews. it. Suggested that we do watch it. No. Is that a better? You did suggest it. I didn't suggest we watch it. I said it's a suggestion. <laughs> When we said what are the what's going to be the future review next week, we said yeah, we didn't have any other ones. It was a suggestion. Bean pole and lame is. I didn't say this is what I want to watch. I said it's a suggestion. 
Yes, suggested by you. <laughs> yeah. I, this was suggest. not on my radar until that. Didn't even watch it. All right. This is written and directed by Samuel Venisi. Venisi? Yep. Uh, super ultra low budget movie. It's on Amazon Prime. So that's, you know, why it comes up as like a new release under, I mean, it is 2020, but it is a new release under these streaming services. So it's easy to access, but you literally never would have heard about this unless it was on Amazon Prime. So I'm wondering why they even, I don't even know if they bought it or how this got on Amazon Prime, whatever. But anyway, it's on there. I know. I feel like we could make a movie that yeah. makes it to. This is <laughs> literally basically a student film. I mean, it's not a student film because he's, I guess he's a, a director or an established director. Oh, that makes it With worse. some shorts before this. No, they were all, they were all shorts. shorts, yeah. Well, yeah, but so what? A lot of people have shorts in their first feature film is like amazing and this is not this looks like a student film has acted like a student film everything about it reeks of low budget and amateur status basically so should we say what it's about i guess it yeah it does not don't watch this movie <laughs> no so. there's no reason to but we watched it so we're gonna talk about it yeah, so it's uh basically just a rape revenge film so a girl yeah. gets raped by a cuff few couple guys filmed and then she goes and tracks him down to get revenge and in the meantime is sparking a new romance you know which could be good sounds interesting from the synopsis yeah not at all like those can be good um i think yeah there's like a lot of movies that do that really well oh yeah and so you know that was cool i was in you know (laughs) and it does the acting and writing. The acting is so bad. It is horrid. I mean, none of these people are actors. But, you know, that's what I, I tried to take. Yes. But, you know, neither was Beanpole. Those were right. all first-time actors and stuff, too. Yes, but they are obviously trained actors. I would say probably none of these people are trained. Yeah, these are like they're friends of people, and they're like, hey, yes, we want to make a movie. Exactly. Can you, do you guys want to be in it? Exactly. And some of them are trying too hard and then some of them aren't trying at all and just like ad-libbing everything so like the girl and the mom are you feel like they're trying so hard they're so oh, bad man, it's really and bad. then josh the boy or the new boyfriend is like just seems like he's just like kind of ad-libbing everything and he just comes off as like you know that weird kid that is like i don't know <laughs> is like super into uh, like video games and board games and stuff in high school and he's probably in band and stuff that's like this kid to a t <laughs> it's just like so awkward and cringy but like that almost worked better for me because i'm like at least this feels natural said just was like so pissed me off I was like yeah. oh so cringe yeah it was so like man the writing if the, there was writing or if it this all wasn't just ad lived because man oh, I know. it was bad i remember one part part the voice he's over. like oh. he's like oh yes all of the like poem reading yeah <laughs> which the poems were not good but like they were also so out of place in the movie and they were so like it felt so bad, like and cheesy. Oh, I know. Yeah. Just all the I mean, all, all the, writing, the tropes like, of like you want like indie films, like older indie film. Now, even like now indie films, like like years, a few years ago, indie films. You had like the you see the half of it does poems, right? Mm-hmm. Wasn't it? And that was pretty well done. That fit. Yeah. These felt so out of place. 
I yeah, don't know. his writing of like poetry and stuff. Yeah, that was really corny. And then <laughs> no, I'm just talking about like just even like the narration, like the oh. dot, like the dot, like the voice. They're in their own thoughts, kind of dialogue, talking <laughs> like literally narrating. Yeah, and how they would always interject like these just curse words and stuff, like to try to to come make off it hardcore. seem edgy. Oh my yeah. god! It's like and they fuck. <laughs> You're like <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it just. <laughs> It's, I've never seen it try like so hard to be edgy. And okay, so there gets to a point in the movie where uh, he's, this is another terrible scene because he's looking at her movie collection or whatever. That, this is what I was yeah. going to talk Are you talking about the physical, the physical media? media? Yeah. <laughs> that was what I was going to talk about. She's like, no, I only like physical, physical media. media. Yeah. Which is obvious. Like, it's such a like, you know, like it's a film buff to thing to like, say. Like yeah. the director is obviously for physical media and that's fine, but it's totally out of place in the movie. And then they pick a movie, uh, Fang Boner, which is a real Fang movie. Boner. Oh, it's a real movie? Yeah. And so it's, I now I see after, like, obviously the director has some affinity for these kinds of movies. You know, Fang Boner, uh, like the Vibrator one, whatever that one's called. It's from the same director. Anyway, he has, like, an affinity for these movies. I felt like this movie was supposed to be in that same vein. But like after looking at screenshots and watching the trailer for Fang Boner, this is nothing like that. It doesn't have the same tone or anything. Like if this was supposed to be like really over the top and like cheesy and corny, like a B movie, that's but the it problem. felt like it was okay. trying to be more than that. That's exactly what I felt. So when I saw that, that actually makes it worse for me now. Yeah. When I saw Fang Boner and stuff, I'm like, that's what I want. I'm yeah. Like, I I'm okay with. I'm all for the B movie. Like stupid. Like cheesy just violent like grindhouse type thing i i love that shit but this was like coming off as it wanted to be serious but also it looked felt like a b movie whereas right. if they would have just leaned into the b movie it would have worked way better yeah because there was one scene where the it drug on way too long but it that it actually fit that type of tone and it's only one scene the scene uh the first guy that she kills yeah yeah like that was a pr- like okay yeah like, like I'm the like, very okay, beginning of that when yeah. she cuts his dick off and like you know it just shows like this limp prosthetic dick or whatever <laughs> on the ground covered in blood yeah and you're like okay i kind of and she like is it gonna go her this only way? disguise was a pink wig yeah exactly i was like all right like okay, okay we're corny. going that's what i said yeah i thought exactly i'm like okay this is going b movie i'm like i'm in all right now i'm in the mindset for it and then it just wasn't that no. still and i'm like nope no, Still and then be- it tries to get like all a, metaphorical a, a by cutting movie. a star, and it's like, the star represents the light that's so far away that you can't see. I'm like, <laughs> and then I want to kill myself. One right line, <laughs> she was like, found him on Facebook or whatever, and she's like, oh, I can't just send him a friend request. I need to use my brain a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is this good writing? Yeah. And then one part they said, "Who makes this shit?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really though." Who makes this shit? Yeah, so after that, that made, like, the pink wig disguise, and I was like, okay, this is totally way worse now. Like, she's actually passing as a different person with this on, literally. Like, because yeah. now the movie is saying that, no, I want to be serious. Okay, now it, you just completely lost all credibility. It was and, so bad. And then the second bad guy, she walks in, he has that obviously fake gun and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And everybody's like very you can tell they're all about the same age but they're playing each other's parents and kids and i stuff know like that. the mom so i'm bad. like she's has to be around the same age i know i was like she's daughter. maybe five years older than her maybe 
And it's her mom. <laughs> and like to make it even worse, it's like, okay, maybe you can have some kind of message. The message was terrible. Like, so the final rapist that she kills, like he's like, yeah, I was just, I deserved to die. I felt so bad for what I did. And then she like feels bad afterwards for him. I'm like, what is this trying to say? Yeah. Like that. Maybe you rapists shouldn't die. Maybe they can be good people too. With them. <laughs> yeah. Like it was like, it was trying to make you empathize against her with this rapist just because he felt bad for what he did. I'm like, but he still raped someone like nobody, no good person just does that. Like he's a terrible person. And, but right. like now she's scarred because she's like, I don't feel any better. And I'm just like, <laughs> But she was like this hyper violent person who's cutting stars at people. And then she feels bad because this guy felt bad that he raped her. I'm like, what is this movie trying to say? Well, there was the ending. There was the other message that was like, which is so obvious of like, you're not going to feel any better after you get revenge. Yeah. That was in there also. And that was like. But that's like the most troped you know obvious yeah, thing it's of like all. obvious so she didn't like, feel any better after she killed everyone it's like okay i could have seen that coming. that was what away. like it, i felt like it was trying to get at but the way it got to that by making was, you try yeah, to really empathize bad. with this rapist yeah. i'm just like yeah no <laughs> it doesn't matter that he feels bad about it yeah That's and not, so the like, third <laughs> guy also was her new boyfriend's dad, dad of course of course which was very obvious but there's in a movie like in a perfectly written directed movie, that dinner scene would have been like so tense because like think about, Oh, it reminded me exactly of like the Spider-Man scene, Spider-Man one, when they go to dinner, Thanksgiving dinner, and he knows that, or he finds out that Peter Parker is Spider-Man at dinner. Yeah. It's literally the same thing. They're sitting down at dinner and he is looking right at her. He knows that this but is the girl I raped. Yeah. But there's no tension built from that. Not there's at no all. tension if, at all. If anything, it feels like he just hates her because she's like, yeah, I, the feeling I got from it was not that he's the rapist. It was like he doesn't approve of her. Like she's exactly. some kind of dirty that's person. What, yeah. And I'm, that's so all I felt bad. the whole time. Like he was like, oh, so you go to school. Hmm. And yeah, but really he was like, oh wait, what school do you go to? Like, it was supposed to be like him realizing this was the girl he raped. Yeah, exactly. But it more felt like he was judging her because she seemed like a dirty person who was being with his son. Uh, It was so weird. Yeah. There was nothing redeeming about this movie. No. And like we've talked about all the time, having a low budget does not uh, save you from criticism, you know, because there's movies with low budgets and first time directors and all those things. And they make amazing projects. Yeah. You know, this should have been, or could have been, could have been, or what not even could have been. It's a very basic story that's been told a hundred times and done but a lot they could better. Have just made it a B movie and it'd been yeah. fun to watch. If they would have went, like I said, the Fang Boner route, obviously if the director has an affinity for those things, he should have went all in on them, done something like that. And then he might've gotten some money to do like a really fun B movie. Like, Hobo with a shotgun or Toxic Avenger, something like that. Yeah. You know, go on to make a bigger budget B movie that actually gets some attention. But like nobody is gonna want to give him anything after this because he didn't lean into that and this is not good enough to be a serious movie. So there's no I don't there's see like what he's gonna do after there. this. Yeah. Scarlet. There's yeah. another one. Scarlet. <laughs> I'm sure I I will not watch anything this person makes ever again. Yeah, so he and then the name also, which <clears throat> 
was in Beanpole, that just yeah. that small connection to the to the flower violet, how it's like a delicate flower, or whatever. There's like a very small, subtle thing in Beanpole, which was great. And in this, it's like so goddamn heavy-handed. Where it's like every they give uh, the f- um, oh, she's in the hospital at the end, right? Oh yeah, and they've had the the vase of violets. violets. There. <laughs> I'm just like, <laughs> and her name is Violet. Like it's not. There's no comparison. Her name is literally, name is Violet. literally Violet. So. Also, he's thrown out the window. And then he, the son just doesn't really care that much that she killed his dad. Oh, but. I know. I, that was the last note I had. It was like, <laughs> this is his dad that was just murdered. He's like, and he literally doesn't even do care. It. Yeah. This <laughs> girl he's known for like a, a month yeah. or not even that, two weeks. Holy shit. He's just okay with it. It was so bad. So hard to watch. It was pretty short, too. And it was like. It was painfully bad. Very painful. It was painfully bad. Yeah. It would. It was almost the worst movie I've seen this year. And it just like looks. Obviously, this is due to budget also, but like it just looks terrible. Like it looks like it was shot on, on like iPhone. a yeah on a handheld. Not, not even a, an iPhone. That would have been too look at high Soderbergh call. with an yeah, iPhone. I was gonna say I've seen like, Tangerine was shot on iPhone. Unsane was shot on iPhone. That other uh, un. Unsane, I said that. Unsane, yeah. Tangerine so, and Unsane yeah. and more. And that was on an iPhone like 7 or 8. <laughs> like, yeah. The iPhones now would be look even better. This was like a low, I don't know, some digital. I don't even know what it was shot on, but it looked like crap. A webcam. Yeah, it looked like just literally like a group of friends got together and made an hour and a half movie. Yep. That's what it was. Which still could have been better. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like they decided that day to make the movie and then they filmed it. <laughs> yeah. You got to make something like if you, that's how low your budget is and you only have your friends available. Like make it fun. Yeah. F- bit fun B movie or like very obscure and like more artsy, I guess. Like this was like trying to be, you know, like a serious crime thriller. Like that's such a hard thing to do with this. It's such a low budget. So- yeah. Too. Yeah. And act people that can't act. I mean, uh, <laughs> what? I can't remember that movie. The movie we always talk about. Like oh, Upgrade? Upgrade. Oh. Upgrade was a revenge movie too. And like Yes, but what was that? What did we say the budget was? Five million? Yeah, under five. Yeah. yeah. This was probably like $10. <laughs> this was probably 10 not even 10000 You think, yeah, I, it's in the thousands. Like yeah. singles. Thousands. Yes, probably. <laughs> So there's like, but so was like Dave made a maze too. In the single thousands, it was. He's like, if I said the budget, like you would just laugh. Yeah. So it was. He said to the, that he said it that's was amazing. He's for like, that it movie. cost as much as it did to buy all the cardboard and glue and, and glue. glue sticks. Yeah, which there is some actors in that though. Yeah, but they I mean, were they, friends. Well, that's what I'm saying is yeah. they can't, they would have had to yeah. take no pay for it. So that's a tricky thing. Like with budgeting is like, if you have people with like respectable people in it and they're doing it for free, you can't include it in their budget, but it's like, how do you get those people? You gotta be in, you gotta know, you gotta be in the circle. And he was an actor before. Yeah. This so. guy, like obviously he doesn't know anybody. Person, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, half star for me. Give it a one. Because at least it was terrible and just terrible <laughs> and not didn't have potential, I guess. Didn't have as much potential versus like Jesus Rolls, which had so much potential and like backing. Yeah, and was, with a huge name. Like and was a lot of big horrid. names. Horrid. Yeah. Yeah. So 
Got it. I still just look at it from just like how much I enjoyed it. And I, yeah. I do give it like a little bit of grace because of that, but I'm not going to change my rating. No, that's fair. I forgive it, but I also hated it so much. Because this is where like Joshua's rating works and I can give it like a 75 yeah. <laughs> instead of a half. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eight out of 10. So that was it. Uh, that was it for you, right? Everything you yeah. watched? Okay. Yep. I just have... Like I said, I finished Tool to Die Young, so I'll just touch on it briefly. I didn't I watch the first episode of that. Great. But. So I only have just the last two episodes to talk about, and they're both probably the shortest. Um, I generally don't think Winding Refn is too heavy-handed. Uh, a lot of his stuff in his movies are pretty subtle or like metaphorically obscure. Episode nine has the most heavy handed thing I've ever seen from Winding Refn. And if once you watch it, you'll know oh, the final episode. No, nine. Not what was the final episode? Ten. Ten. Okay. Nine has the most heavy handed thing I've ever seen from him, which I like how he did it, but I don't like how heavy handed it, it was. Yeah. And um, I'm still kind of torn on it. You know, like I don't hate it, but it's just like stands out amongst everything else in the show. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it. You'll Considering know see it. him too. Right. Yeah. yeah. So taking those things into consideration, it stands out. And then 10, which is the lowest rated episode. It does not wrap up. If you want to talk about loose threads, there's a lot in this show, which doesn't bother me really. Um, it just kind of ends and that's it. So I think a lot of people were <clears throat> upset with that, but I think it's, it's ends on a very down note. And that's the thing theme of the show so if you think about the overall theme basically is how these it's this was if i remember right this was like being written right at the time of in 2016 during the election oh really and so yeah he was just basically commenting on how you know these certain men and stereotypes and stuff they need to be taken down and a lot of them are like taken down either in the show or brought down by themselves and then like some of these women are, you know, rise up or are the, the new leaders and stuff like that. So there's a lot of different political messages in it at the end. But if you just take it at surface level also, it's very winding ref in, in style and substance and everything. But yeah, well, I can definitely say it's style. Yeah. That first episode, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's so wait till you get, there's some great, the, I, I think might, seven. I think the, yeah. There's an awesome, some parts that really st- well, one part that really stood out was the when he goes to uh, kill that one guy in the garage, mm-hmm. and it's like that red light, and he's just sitting there naked for some reason. Yeah, <laughs> it was so cool. A lot I love that scene. There's a lot, and of the that. music too. Like, oh, the cl- so score good. by Cliff Martinez is amazing. Yeah. I freaking love this score. It has this like this synth, like zoom, yeah, zoom. and then it's like this red light just slowly zooming out as he he's like walking up to murder this guy on the couch Oof. So yeah it's good. great uh it. yeah wait till you get like i said four through eight is definitely if you watch those five episodes those are the best by far i love the first ones also i think three was three and four were like the lull for me i like two a lot a lot of people think two is super boring i liked it a lot but yeah just lots of great imagery great shots and i'm torn because in uh in interviews, Winding Refn himself says that this is a 13-hour movie. Should I log this on Letterboxd Fuck as a movie? <laughs> I won't do it. I won't do it. But I debated it for a little bit. <laughs> I mean, it, if I was to score it, 
I would probably give it a four out of five overall. All 13 hours accounted for. So that's less than devs. Yes, for sure. Ah, devs. There's a few, yeah, there's a few more missteps. It could be a little bit tighter and it taken a few things or again, I don't, I like the ending, so I don't know. Yeah, you'll have to watch the whole thing, and maybe we could talk about it if I remember. I, I'm definitely. I mean, I'm definitely gonna watch it. I know, <laughs> but it took me yeah. a month yeah, or more out, to get through the whole while, show. Yeah. So, so it's it long. is one of those things. It's not a TV show where you can just boom, watch the next episode, watch the next episode. They're an hour and a half long, and they're all. Some of them, a lot of them are, not self-contained, but a lot of them you can kind of watch just as single movies themselves. You know. Yeah, there's a lot. Oh, I did want to bring up something about the first episode. I loved too the tiger scene, where they're sitting in the bedroom. His daughter, uh, that rich guy, saying, "Oh in yeah, the bedroom. oh he's, like, he's yeah, he's freaking great." That part's so good. I know. <laughs> I love that whole scene. He is so. It's so tense. It's, like um, yeah, Baldwin. Uh, which one though? It's one of the Baldwins. Yeah, Alec. No, 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 not no, Alec. not Alec. It's a. Uh, uh, Shit, what's I can't I, remember all their names. <laughs> Daniel. No, not Daniel. It's not Alec and it's not Daniel. It's the, Billy. Billy Baldwin. Billy Baldwin. Yes. Yeah, that whole scene was so good. I absolutely loved that scene. <laughs> William Baldwin. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable and like tense. Like, oof. Yeah. There's some great things with him coming up too. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, it's like I said, it's not, it's not very binge worthy, so it's hard to get through in a quick amount of time, but it's not like I never hated watching them and I, for how long they are like a lot of them go by fast for me because i just am so absorbed in like winding ref and stuff like that hypnotic his just the way he shoots things the you muted know? like style yeah like, of talking and stuff and like, oh yeah yeah the quiet which doesn't you know a lot of people are like oh this is so unrealistic or whatever it's like i don't i'm not watching it's his not stuff meant for to be realism real, though. <laughs> it's meant to be surreal yeah i mean exactly. neon demon yeah right like, come on it's oh con- that's the other problem i had oh, damn it Episode nine. Also, there is a scene that almost recalls exactly to Neon Demon and it works in Neon Demon. I don't know why it happens in episode nine. Um, I'm like confused on it, which you got to watch. We'll ask about it. But if you remember that specifically and you compare those I two, mean, I just watched Neon Demon not that long ago. Yeah, so. no, I'm saying like when you watch nine and bring it up or if you finish a show and bring oh, it up, okay. tell me just like that, that scene from Neon Demon to nine, I'll remember it no matter how long it is because right. it's very on the nose hmm. but yeah liked it a lot overall and that's it <laughs> all right is that it for what we watched yeah that it brings is. us to a close uh next week we are going to be reviewing the tax collector the new david air movie you boy with Shia my boy Leboof. yep and Kyle's boy some other guy david soto i think his name is yeah i don't know who that is but uh he's the other he's the other headliner um we'll try to see so just a heads up this we'll we'll be recording that sooner than normal so bobby soto bobby soto it might not be again it might not be a move uh episode with a lot of things we watched could be a shorter one but we'll definitely have the tax collector try to get some other things in so yeah follow us on instagram suds and cinema podcast you can send questions and comments into suds and cinema podcast at gmail.com i am on letterboxd and untapped at the kg project i'm on both of those at jsal 517 jsal 517 <laughs> i'm on both socials as josh underscore saldana 
All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Cheers, guys. <laughs>